everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick McGill, and today I'm joined for the third time by Kim uh, Malashewski. Uh, <laughs> wait, how do you actually pronounce your last name? I always forget. Nick, we've been friends for like seven years. It's only recently we've become best friends, though. <laughs> That's true. It's Malashewski. Malashewski. I like Shewski better. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Kim, though you've been on the podcast before, this is your first time being the solo co-host. That's true. Uh, Stella just broke under the table. Um, <laughs> she's in the studio because uh, she's lonely. But uh, <laughs> Kim, Aren't we as, we, as we start every podcast these days, uh, the new thing we do, tell me two truths and a lie. Okay. I, I'm worried that I tried to pick ones because I have like two when I play this game that I always pick, but I feel like you know them, but you still might know these, so I'm going to try. Okay, here it goes. Okay, once the cops were on a wild goose chase for me and I had to hold out in a graveyard, then there's... Uh, probably true. I go on. Okay. I've rode an elephant. Okay. And I'm convinced that once I had a vision of how I was going to die... I'm going to say you've never ridden an elephant. That is incorrect. Um, uh, you've never had a vision? No, yeah, that one was a lie. It sounded, like, believable enough. Yeah. I was like, that was a good lie. But Damn yeah. it, I got it wrong. I always get these wrong. Do you? I mean, I think I'm, like, one for three since I've been starting to do them. Damn, yeah, it's hard. Because if you pick something that's, like, moderately like something believable it's very difficult to pick yours are all really crazy because none of them sound believable <laughs> so tell me the story of your uh, wild goose chase <laughs> okay so i was in i think i was a freshman in high school and i had just gotten in a lot of trouble i come from like a very very strict household and i had just gotten in trouble for like drinking and it was right after i got ungrounded and i was hanging out with my friends for like the first time and they were all you know, party kids. And we were going to the spree. <laughs> and I just happened, like, they all were like, oh, we're going to drink, we're going to whatever. I wasn't honestly even planning on actually drinking. I was just going to, like, awkwardly, like, have a, a bottle of, like, whatever, like, on me okay, and just, sure. like, hang out. Mm -hmm. No, I to swear. Totally believe you. No, like, you know, like, what kids do, they, like, fill up, like, a fucking. Can we swear? I always, yeah, we can, I always forget. We can swear, okay. definitely. I don't like know. I said, three people listen to this. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, so it was like a filled up like Arnold Palmer can or something, but it was like of just like fucking liquor. And I was like, I'm just going to carry it around and then eventually like ditch it. Like whatever. I'm not trying to get in trouble again, but I also don't want my friends to like think I'm lame. Like this is really awkward. <laughs> but so what happened, What there are theories. There are some conspiracy theories that I thought they the police like it was like me and like three of my friends and we had just gotten there so it wasn't like we'd been there for a while and like my friends were really drunk and it was obvious or something so they like came up to us it was like we had just gotten there walking around for maybe 10 minutes and the officers like approached us like what's in those like whatever and we think it was because one of the girls i was with at the time like she had a lot of enemies and they think that somebody like told them like to go see i don't know if that's true or not but it was just really weird because we just had like arnold palmer cans maybe they like were enforcing that policy or something but it was really weird and so they were like what's in those and we're like um tea like whatever and um so like they were like, okay, then come, like, let us, like, smell them or whatever. So my friend just starts walking over to them, like, about <laughs> to, like, let them. And I was like, they're gonna know that, like, are you crazy? So I kind of tried to, like, maneuver around a crowd to, like, get away from it. 
And then they were like, hey, what are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I just fucking booked it. Like, took off, ran through the entire <laughs> street, ran across a main road, ran through. Were they like, chasing you? Yes. And like, well, at first I wasn't sure if they were like for sure chasing me because I was like, do they really care that much? Like, they're like at the spree, like whatever. Yeah. But then, so I run across the main road through this like set of townhouses and there's like before you get to um the graveyard there's like a fence like it's like fenced off obviously and i'm literally i see this like elderly couple like watering their plants and i'm hopping their (laughs) fence and they're just looking at me like what the hell and i was just like sorry and then just hopped over (laughs) literally had to like hang out in the graveyard like for it felt like forever it was probably honestly like 45 minutes but it felt like all night Fear number one, Well, uh, Cam, I'm glad you got away. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did get away. Um, uh, we got to tell the listeners what we're drinking tonight before we get into sports and whatever else we're going to talk about tonight. Let's get into it. So, Kim, why don't you tell uh, our listeners what we're drinking? Oh, I don't even know what this is. It says Mango Surprise, an IPA ale brewed with mango. The brand is Arcadia Ales. That's correct. It is a 6.5 uh, alcoholic by volume, ABV. Um, Kalamazoo, Michigan is where it's from. So uh, let's crack these open. You ever tried this before? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I'm. Pr- <laughs> it's getting hard every time I go to the store to make sure I haven't already bought one of these. You should like take a photo, a panoramic, so you can like zoom in. You know, I'm gonna have to, but I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna deal with that. I'm just gonna base base it off memory. Cheers. ASMR. 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 Kind of a lighter IPA. Dude, I don't know anything about beer, so like I'm just like, it's beer? It tastes like beer? Can you taste the mango? Um. And can you taste the surprise? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely tasting a surprise. Mm. Well, all right, yeah, so that's our beer, everybody. Um, uh, Kim, let's get into sports. Uh, I know you. So, so what did you want to do for these segments? I know you had something else uh, in in plan. So, guys, they were expecting sports talk. We're gonna do a little bit right at the beginning, but uh, this is just a preview of what's coming. Well, I have a couple things I want to talk about. I don't want to step on um, the love doctor's tail here, but I think we should get a little bit more personal with this segment. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> okay, Kim. Um, before before we get into that, let me. Uh, say some sports things that are going on right now. Get into it. Michigan and Michigan State uh, are both into the Sweet 16 of the NCAA uh, March Madness Tournament. Um, pretty cool. Is the only good thing we have going for Detroit area sports because all of our other teams are garbage. <laughs> um, uh, any thoughts on that? You want them to advance? You a Michigan or a Michigan State fan? Have you, have you declared your allegiance? To be honest, I really don't care that much but but i will say that for whatever reason i have a slight slight inkling like towards michigan i think it's because like my dad likes michigan but i mean again i I don't care fuck your dad um uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah michigan uh you know i think they're probably gonna lose this weekend but we'll see um michigan state probably definitely will lose this weekend they'll, they'll beat lsu in their first game but they're not going to beat Duke, I don't think, at least. Duke is just Fuck Duke. the team of destiny. Team Even though they almost lost last weekend to UCF, which is uh, 
fellow Split Six co-host, Dave Jeremy's alma mater. Love that guy. University of Central Florida. Um, uh, Okay, so that's what's going on with that. NFL has some new rule changes coming into effect. You're going to be able to challenge pass interference calls, Kim. Not sure if you know what that means, but it's going to drastically change the game. We'll get into that more in the coming weeks. Pistons, they're at risk of losing what we once thought was a sure playoff berth. If they lose this game that they're playing tomorrow, there's a good chance that they'll miss the playoffs and just be in the worst spot possible for a team. So, you know, go Pistons, but uh, fuck all Detroit sports, really. They all suck right now. Um, the Lions, it just came out that there was a – Miami had offered them a trade for Matthew Stafford last year that they didn't even entertain, even though Matthew Stafford is kind of just – a middle-of-tier quarterback that you're not going to win with if he makes as much money as he does. And um, Tigers' season starts, I think, like in two weeks, maybe like nine days or something. Not excited at all because I fucking hate baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Kim, what's your favorite sport? Um, I, okay, being at a game is a little bit different. Like, I find... I, like, I'm just not interested in it, but... All right, so let's, uh, let's say favorite sport just to watch right now. I, if you had to watch one of the major four, baseball, hockey, basketball, and football. It would be between basketball and hockey, for sure. Gun to your head. You have to pick. Um, we'll just say basketball. That's my favorite, too. Nice nice choice. I like. I used to go to Pistons games when I was like younger. My dad would like get tickets, and they were fun. So it's more of like a nostalgia thing, but yeah. Hockey's a little bit more like cool because it's like a little more aggressive, a little more entertaining. But yeah. I'm down with basketball. I think it's cool. Yeah, love basketball. It's exciting. I don't know why it it overtook football. Football was my favorite for the longest time, but I know when did that happen? Uh, like last year. <laughs> I don't know why though. It just I is it the tall men because that's what gets me. <laughs> I mean, I think there's tall men in football too. Well, there's also short men. Well, by short I mean probably like five, eleven, but <laughs> short, six foot and over, baby. We're not playing. Kim doesn't play everyone. We don't play. Um, all right, favorite sport game or favorite sport to go to a game of? Same, yeah. It's either. Like, oh, so you're a hardcore basketball fan? I'm not hardcore. I just like I enjoy like on TV. Like I don't. I'm not gonna watch any of it, honestly. How Actually, you... I would change. I would say I would rather watch hockey on TV, but I'd rather be a uh, basketball game. All right, I accept those answers. <laughs> all right, let's get into what you want to talk about. Okay. Well, I was thinking. I am very so. If you guys don't know, we have a little group called the Singles Club. That's right, Singles Club for life. Yeah, and basically, what are our rules? Um, that we get together, we drink, we have a blast, and if you start dating someone, well, this is Nick's rule. If you start dating yes, someone <laughs> and it gets serious, the other members are allowed to um, murder, take out, <laughs> to, for lack of a better <laughs> term, your partner. Which I don't think anyone agreed to, but like I will, I'm not going to disagree with it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm going along uh, assuming everyone agreed to this, so everyone <laughs> knows the consequences of dating. Um, the singles club, yeah, or just you better not tell us. Just don't be a dick and like start dating someone you want killed, because, oh, you know, that, that could be a good way. Theory. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it so much. 
Uh, if you, any of you guys, probably <laughs> anyone listening probably has no idea what that was, but we were talking about <laughs> M- <laughs> ASMR right before the podcast, and Kim hates the wet sounds. Yeah, hate the wet sounds, love the dry sounds. <laughs> um, so, Kim, how are you doing with Singles Club? Dude, I... You catching any feelings yet? Oh, hell no. Never. Come on. Uh, no, and it's both... It just happened like that, but it's also deliberate. Like, even if I was, I would be running so fast. Yeah, I I get that vibe from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of the... But it's, like, funny, too, because, like, okay, so we're in, like, the singles club, and it's basically just the group of our friends who is not... Who all randomly fucking... are single at the exact same time. Yeah, which and has it's... not happened in... Forever. Like, a decade. And it's so much fun because they're always down to, like, go... I mean, I think it says more to our alcoholism than, like, us being single, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're Probably, down. but, you know, I'm just going to ignore that. Let's <laughs> let's kill the loneliness together. Yes, and ourselves. <laughs> but, you know, we're at, like, a weird time where it's, like, we have people, like, in and out or, like, people, like, some people are, like, seeing people or, like, whatever... It's just kind of, like, funny to watch the dynamics, like, change, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of people whose lives are at risk right now. (laughs) That's true. But it's funny, too, because there's, like, dating now is just really weird, I feel like. Yeah? Yeah, like, I feel like a lot... I haven't been in a a ton of, like, committed relationships, but I've had my share of, like, situationships, you could call it. Okay. And I feel like that's kind of the move today. I don't know. Just, uh define situationship it's like when you're kind of seeing someone or like you guys are like you have some kind of like thing going on but you like both are not in a relationship you're Mm -hmm. not doing a commitment thing but you're just kind of like like it's different than between like the moment when you're like when you're talking to somebody yeah it's kind of that and you just kind of like but like without but like what i think you're saying is like it's not really gonna go anywhere i think it can depend because i think some people want the situationship and they're fine with it the way it is and then i think there are some people who find themselves in it and they are hoping that it turns into something else but you're kind of just in this it's like a relationship limbo like i think there are a lot of categories so what are the differences between a situationship and a fuck buddy Ooh, yeah that's a good question i think that the lines are a little blurred because i think some people might think like you know, if you're doing more than hooking up, if you're, like, hanging out a lot, you're, like, doing things together, you're meeting each other's friends, like, hanging out, I think that kind of falls a little bit more into situationship. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, there are people who are just doing that, and they are completely fine with that, and it's, like, they know it's not going to turn into anything more, and I think there are some people who are just, like, in that weird median where it's, like, it might turn into something more, but you don't know yet, so you're just kind of, like, seeing how it goes. So, fuck buddies, just, like, this definitely isn't going anywhere. We are just fucking. Yeah, and... I think, or it's just, like, you get up, you do your thing, you get out of there. I feel like situationships a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, like maybe you'll hold hands at the movies or something. Maybe, or maybe maybe you're like some people even it's maybe you're like you are kind of casually dating, but mm-hmm. you. I think there still is something to be said about though. Like, for the most part, you've either been doing it for long enough to where you would have started dating if you were going to start dating, or mm-hmm. maybe there's one person involved who like wants something more and like whatever. But I think for the most part, you kind of know. Or you don't know. I don't know. But it's definitely not a, like, You know or you don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a lot of blurred lines. But that's why dating is so weird. Because, like, you just never fucking know. So what's what's weird about dating for you? You you seem like someone, at least as far as I've known you, that I I can't imagine you, like, dating someone. Really? It's funny because for the first, like, several years you knew me, I was in a 
committed serious right. relationship. But I don't, I don't but, know if you'd ever, like, met the person. You've or... changed. I have met. Oh, uh, you have. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, you said I've changed? You've changed, for sure. Yeah. I, I watch guys so. flirt at you at the bar, and I just see how easily cringeworthy your face gets. <laughs> you just immediately shut down, just back away, and just make this face like a... Who the... <laughs> you guys can't see it, but it looks like I'm sucking on a lemon with only my upper face. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like... I, well, that's another thing too. Like the whole like being in a bar scenario makes things a little bit weird because I'm gonna have my guard up a little bit more because like I don't want some like sketchy drunk dude coming up to me at one fifty five like trying to get whatever he wants <laughs> and that's just like weird. But even in like a regular scenario, if I even if I had like a let's say I have a class with someone and we could be like friends or buddies or whatever like all semester and then it gets mm-hmm. to the end of the semester and I've had them be like, oh like maybe we should. uh we could like get together sometime and be like grab dinner like whatever i'm like oh i don't think so (laughs) yeah well um what what, why don't you talk about like how do you feel about like a situationship you know um i think that's fine um i don't i don't know i don't do well in in those type of things because i tend to be someone that falls hard yeah uh so it's like i have to really control myself to uh stop that if that's not what i'm trying to do you know yeah um but you know i wouldn't judge anybody for being a one uh it's nice to have like human contact you know and uh someone to talk to like regardless of anything really yeah like you know i mean luckily for me i have and and for you too we have like all these 50 best friends of yours (laughs) right (laughs) kim i was thinking this day i mean i think i just said this earlier but you are my newest best friend that makes me so honored and so <laughs> I love when people just are obsessed with me and care about me. I didn't say I was obsessed with you. <laughs> Nick, I didn't even say it. I cared about you. <laughs> <laughs> What's a best friend to you, Nick? Um, someone I'm obsessed with and I care about. <laughs> <laughs> T. Uh, just getting a best friend is someone that I can rely on, that I feel comfortable with, and that I just kind of want to be around for friendship purposes. Yeah. Like pretty much all the time. I'm ob- I'm, I am I, and I am obsessed with my best friend, so that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, two was two truths and a lie. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was your lie. Let's hear the truth. Uh, no, I am too. I feel like my friends are my closest relationships, like for the most part. Like I, I definitely have like people like in my family, you know, who I feel like close to. But like my friendships, I feel like is what my like life kind of is centered around right now. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I have like school and stuff, and that's important, but. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like my life is kind of revolves around what the fuck us assholes are doing (laughs) on the weekends and on the weekdays. Yeah, that's like what I I consider like like the thesis of my life is to cultivate and build relationships with friends and, you know, and significant others. You know, I don't know. That's what makes me the most happy is thinking about the people that I love and that love me. me More importantly, that love me. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely. (laughs) You know, I'm power hungry. That's true. <laughs> you are a little bit of a uh, what's that uh, like a dictator, but like in all um, aspects. I mean, if you're gonna call me a Hitler, that's really rude. <laughs> I don't mean Hitler like you want to assassinate people. I just mean like, you know, you're very uh, you're very passionate, but you also you want the control. It's not that I want the control. It's that the control it calls gets me you. off. <laughs> it gets you off. <laughs> it calls to you at night when you're sleeping. Yes, it's like. Oh. How can I win this yeah. friendship? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh. 
everyone loves me. <laughs> See, yours is like, we have similar traits in that aspect, but we're also like, I think our fears are the same and I like whatever. Like, I feel like it's like a weird thing when you kind of like hate yourself where like half the time you're just like, I'm the worst. I hate myself. But at, like other times you have these like inflated ego. You're like, I am the best. Yeah. And everyone should love me. I, I, and I don't like to admit this, but I do think that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. But yeah, like my... My, the things that I think about that I want I mean I have other things like outside of my friends obviously that I want but a lot of it is like centered around my friendships and like a, a lot of my fears hugely are like impacted by my friendships like I would never want my I have the biggest like issue with thinking that my friends are mad at me mm. even if it's over something like irrational and stupid I'm like yeah like the thought of being in a fight with my that's the worst feeling ever being in a fight with yeah, your friends that, that shit sucks that one time when i thought me and you were in a fight we weren't <laughs> we weren't even it was just a drunken disagreement of, of of sorts i mean but it was more than just like it was more than that i yeah. think but uh, i think we both were afraid that each other was mad at each it other it was funny because it was like the next day and it was like it was when i talked to you about it later I didn't realize that you were going through the same thing, but both of us just like the whole day we're thinking like, should mm-hmm. we text each other and like make sure everything's Yeah, and cool? I couldn't even, and I would have texted you, but I couldn't because that was when you didn't have a phone. So only, my only communication was oh, a, yeah, my phone was broke. a Twitter direct message. And that's <laughs> kind of like, weird to me. You don't want to slide in the DMs and just be like, hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Uh. <laughs> that was a crazy night, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, you know, I just, I do think like that, that's the only thing that I've really set my sights on that truly does make me happy is yeah. cultivating relationships. You yeah. know, like, you know, I have ambitions and I have a, a shit ton of hobbies, but I would, I, would, I would driven. never, I wouldn't give my relationships that I have with my friends, with my significant others away for, for any kind of mm-hmm. fame. Like if, I, if someone told me like you could have the, the all the money in the world, Number but you can't ever, you can't ever see yeah. the anyone that you know right now ever again. No fucking way I would do that. Or even if you said you couldn't see like you know someone I truly loved ever again. No yeah. fucking way I would do that. Yeah. Do you feel like too like I've had and like <laughs> I'm in therapy now, LOL. But like actually like <laughs> I talk about like relationships and like friendships like too like whatever like that I've had before and my like therapist has talked to me and been like well, does that sound like a healthy relationship to you? And I'm like, honestly, I'm the type of person where even if I'm in, like if I have a friendship or I'm like really, really close and even if I feel like the relationship is like kind of a toxic or an unhealthy like situation, if somebody tells me that they want me in their life and they need me, like I won't leave. Like if I actually leave the situation, it's like very serious. Like I, I just can't do it. I'm like, I'm so, mm-hmm. once I'm attached, it's like, do you, uh, and not to name names, but do you have any friends that, like, you care about less and maybe wouldn't do that for? <laughs> you know, I think about this often because I have a lot of friends, but there's some that are just on a different level. Well, you and if you're like... listening to this, you are not one because the friends that listen to this definitely are my best friends. So don't, don't think I'm talking to you about you in five anyone. years. If you just listen to the podcast, that's all it takes. Just support. <laughs> Please <laughs> no, tell your friends to support this podcast and be one of these friends that I'm about to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I have, like, friends who are, like, friends of friends who I definitely... I'm the type of person, though, like, if I just met someone, like, out 
and they were like crying like so many times it's happened to me in my life where i met someone for the first time and even if it wasn't like at a party like in a situation where people are drinking where they just ended up because of like how i am as a person like spilling their whole like life story and then i find myself in the conversation with them for like two hours like that's just how i am so if i feel Mm. like i'm needed i like have to do it it's very difficult for me to not even if i i in the situation know like i would rather be this is keeping me from talking to my other friends at the party or like whatever Mm. like things that i really wanted to do i'll do it because i just i just can't say no man i have no willpower um like i feel it's kind of like this might be similar it might not be i don't know um uh but like if there's like someone at a party that i'm at like with a group of all of our friends and there's someone like that no one's talking to and they're just kind of like looking on their phone oh. i make it a point to go up to them and try to get them involved in the conversation that's so nice because like i it, it really freaks me out when someone's not participating in the party or the conversation or like because that's like my worst worst yeah i guess it's a fear but i mean i don't i wouldn't say i'm afraid of it it's just like I don't know. It's a, it's a terrible feeling to be at a place where everyone's socializing and you're the like the only one that can't oh, for yeah. some reason. Oh yeah. Especially you know knowing myself like I am. It, it's usually pretty easy for me to talk to people. Oh yeah, you're super like social. Like if you aren't friends with everyone in the room by the end of the night, you will be. Even if you mm-hmm. only know like two people there, you will end the night <laughs> friends with everyone. That's just how you are. I mean, I always try. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's really nice of you. Like me and um. Our intern for the day, we're talking about this, and they they were just we like... We do have like, an intern tonight, guys. We haven't introduced her yeah, yet, Yeah, we should but. introduce her now. All right, well, our intern is Darian Sonos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forget how to pronounce her name, but um, she's here participating and viewing the Split Six podcast. So Kim, once again, you did not come here alone. I don't know if that... I don't know what that says about me. Are you afraid that I'm going to be creepy or weird? Honestly... I mean, to be 100% fair, I feel like I've had enough horrible experiences with men where I could oh, have that fear. Fuck off. But no, ni- how, every time we have a classic Nick and Kim mess around, look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> I mean, I come here, it's usually we got, we had a wild night the night before, and then it's 3 p.m. the next day, and I'm the only one who's down to start immediately. Yeah. And then I just come over and I'm like, well, I guess it's time to go again. <laughs> start it off early. You think you're just nervous to be on the podcast by yourself, to be honest? No, it was more like Darian wanted to be an intern. And I was like, you know what? This is great. Like, mm-hmm. there's we can't offer you. What's that Michael Scott quote? It's like, we can't offer you money or college credit, but it's a really good experience. This is a really good experience, Darian. <laughs> you can, I just uh, thought she'd you can eventually be it. on this podcast if you are so bold. She'd get there. <laughs> she said, I don't know if she's the personality type. Dude, I, but she, you know, she's a little shy, but she's got a lot to say. Let's spend the rest of this segment talking about our intern, Darian. Oh my God, that would be, I would actually literally love that. How did you guys meet? I'm guessing Benny's. I feel like she has to be a part of this if we're going to talk about this. All right, well, you want to swing the mic over to her? <laughs> she absolutely does not want to, so okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell the story. So, uh, me and our intern Darian met it's weird if you don't even say hi okay hi I'm Darian (laughs) so we met um at Benny's which is where like 99% of my relationships come from of all forms um and we I knew her brother like in school and so when she first started working there she's like a little bit younger and now I'm at this weird point at Benny's too like everybody who's worked there knows like 
there's the older kids and then there's like a couple younger kids who are cool and you kind of like uh, like bring them around and it's like because they're cool but then I got to that point where I like all of the older kids left and now I was the old bitch and I was like god damn <laughs> but like and now there's like a lot of young kids and Darian was like the only cool one and she was very shy and to me I'm like very attracted like and I zone in to like shy people because I'm like I'm a Leo like I'm very obnoxious and loud all I want to do is like know what you're thinking because you're quiet like you're so mysterious Darian was so quiet but I knew that she was cool because like it would be like me and Marie like talking about like stupid jokes and she'd be like laughing in the corner like not really saying anything and I was like oh she's cool she's cool and then it just kind of cultivated after me just prying and prying and forcing myself into her life she was like all right I guess you can be my friend <laughs> well, I'm taking the mic back because uh, that was a failed experiment. Um, but <laughs> hey, now, hey, now, uh, you're a rock star. Get your game on, go play. We did, did. Did we work together when I worked there? A couple times. Just did like when you came in for shifts. Probably not when you. So not when I was like the manager there. I didn't no. think so. No, no, you would have remembered. Yeah, because we would have brought her around. Right. Um, uh, yeah. No. So never got to experience the true intern dairy and someone's kind of effect <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no you seem cool i don't know you that well but uh but now you're best friends so here we are yes that's all it takes sometimes is one good night we love, <laughs> but we love a good round of applause uh kim so something else kind of related to this segment how do you deal with fomo oh my god fomo okay so i used to be i feel like i'm talking way too much on this podcast i think i have no to dude ask more that's questions. that's why you're a guest you can, i guess yeah i mean i talk too much every time on the podcast because sometimes people don't say anything and it's like <laughs> super annoying you gotta have a personality nick you gotta um i used to be really really bad with it like where to i would go to things even if i like felt like i wasn't gonna have fun because i just didn't want to like miss it or like i didn't mm-hmm. want to miss seeing my friends it like made me feel guilty it was weird but now i think i still have that but i'm good at judging for whatever reason i get like a weird gut feeling like if something is not gonna be something i'm gonna enjoy that much like mm-hmm. if i'm like oh a couple people are going here and it's nothing against like those people it's just that i'm like oh, i get I so know. pissed at you when you <laughs> don't show up to something <laughs> i know i get that's the other thing too is when i say i'm not coming and sometimes it's for good reason I'm like i have a paper that's due tomorrow and it's midnight already and i have to do it now and then Bullshit. i have my friends like do it let's earlier go. let's but i didn't so i'm like i have to do it now and you guys are like i'm gonna keep doing this until you that one time when you texted me when i didn't come over with marie that was scary <sighs> that still haunts me to this day i still when you mentioned like murdering the people like singles club if anyone started dating anyone i was like that makes sense i could see nick being murderer <laughs> because of this i can see myself being a murderer don't listen to this fbi <laughs> don't listen to this fbi <laughs> i didn't do it okay just a preemptive statement he didn't do it see my fomo is like i mean it's pretty much uncontrollable i will not say no unless like i can't like for Unless you're dying in the hospital, I feel like. I'm dying in the hospital or, like, there's no way I can get out of it for work or something. Or, like, I'm seriously too tired or hung over from the night before that I can't can't do it. But normally, I I always can because I always want to because I always have the time of my life with my stupid friends. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of fucking jackasses. We all are just, like, so wild and crazy and it's like come on now. <laughs> we gotta we gotta do things but me and you are similar in the aspect that like 
I feel like it takes a lot for us to say no in the first place. But where we yeah. break is when somebody tests it. And they're like, come on, Nick. And I mean, I've done it to you for sure. Like, it goes both ways. I'm like, Nick, just come. It'll be so much more fun if you come. And like, this person's going and we're going to have a great time. Are you saying you knowingly took advantage of me? I mean, I'm not. That's, in- that's exactly what you're saying. That's allegedly... That's what you're saying. I'm just saying something that sounds exactly like that, but sounds less bad. <laughs> so but wait, you, how does that make us different? Oh, cause well, if because I, if I were like, to beg you, you'd be like, no, fuck no, that. No, no, no. I'm saying like, I think it takes a lot for me and you to say no. And it's like, so we might say no. And we are like, okay, we're not going to do it, whatever. But then when someone kind of like entices us or someone's like, well, come on. We're easily like Just swayed. dangle some candy in front We're of We're easily face. swayed because once it's like it was hard enough for us to say no the first time. But then if someone tries to convince us, we're like, fuck, okay. I yeah. guess I'm coming right now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's impossible for me to say no unless, well, I mean, like there's certain things that I just won't. Like I'm not going to fuck up uh, something like for my future or immediate future. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, if I texted well, you no, while you were about to go to work and I was like, hey, Nick. I know it's six in the morning, but do you want to go downtown and get fucked up? I think you're going to say no. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, if I didn't say no, then that's real, real bad FOMO. Yeah. That's clinical Jesus, FOMO. Jesus, yeah. You got go to go to the doctor's office to you take care come of that. To my, you want to come to therapy with me? Uh, yes, can I? <laughs> I I'm not I, waiting in the lobby. I won't I, wait in the lobby for you. It'd be hard, but I, I would. I could explain it to her. If I said, like, this is really important to me, I mean, you know, maybe. I would have to talk to is her. Is there any it. way you could like get her into the uh, hallway and I could sneak in and hide? Oh my god, that sounds really scary. And then we could pull a prank on her. <laughs> no, absolutely. And you not. can just say, "I've been seeing this like vision of this man just like staring at me." <laughs> dark hair, like, and you'd be like, dark I see him eyes. right over there. She's like, "Is and he I'm in there? the again the office?" <laughs> like, <laughs> what was the uh, CFO's name? Um, what? The David CFO? Wallace. David Wallace. Oh, in the and office. like the office. And he's like, Is David Wallace in the room right now? And he's like, What? No. Like, guys, come on. <laughs> like, it's exactly like that. You know, the office is uh, extremely overrated. No, Nick, I don't want to go here with you because well, it is. you've been saying this. You were like the one advocate I knew who really liked it, like when I first started watching it years ago. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, Rewatching it became it, a- it's fucked up. No, it's so good. Jim and Pam's relationship is super toxic. Okay, I will say that there are issues, but come on. It's not that funny. Oh my god, Nick, you're sick. Uh, it's completely unrealistic. Uh, yeah, it's TV. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how much you value. You watch realism. Game of Thrones, Nick. Like, what are you talking about? It's unrealistic. Yo, That's your qualm. If you want, if you want to say fantasy is unrealistic, you have to talk about it in the concepts of the world that it. Uh, pre- pre- what's the word pre presides <laughs> not, i don't think that's a word i mean no i get what you said no, that's fair that's fair beer number two entertainment okay well, that's one of the very first times i've uh not finished my beer before this segment though it is done now oh my god i gotta slam i gotta slam gotta drink uh the next one of these mango surprise jesus christ it's pretty face. Kind you'd find someone I could Oh, sing. very fitting that you would sing that song. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just saying that. You know what song's been in my head all day? I don't know if you know it, but it's a, a classic song. You know the song Work um, by Jimmy Eat World? 
I don't think so. I know Jimmy Eat World, but I don't know if I know that song. Like, How's it go? All I can say, I shouldn't say. Can we take a ride? Get out of this place. So da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't think I know that one. I know uh, like the middle, and I think that's probably it. Yeah, well, middle's great. But uh, I heard that song on the radio the other day, and I just loved it. And we're in entertainment, so I can talk about it. Fuck you, everyone listening. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's your, it's your show, Nick. It's your world and your show. We're just living My kingdom. The podcast is just like a projection of how you view the world. You're like, I'm the host, and everyone around is just here to entertain me. <laughs> I mean, literally, I have all my thoughts on all current events going on for the last two years, if you go back into the archive. So, yeah. You can know me pretty well if you listen to every split six. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, every, you know, probably Mitchell is the only one that's listened to every episode of split six. Shout out Mitchell. Uh, so, Mitchell, you know me better than anyone else in the world. Congratulations. Oh, my God, Mitchell. Congrats. I'm sure it's a heavy weight to bear, but we uh, salute you for your... You ever listen to podcasts? This podcast? Any podcast. Yeah. Listen to the one heavyweight. It's the best podcast are you, will, a, you, you do you like it will the make joe rogan podcast i know he's like a big one i feel like we talked about this before and i think you said you didn't really we like will it. talk about this in politics because <laughs> we're going to talk about conspiracy theories Perfect. and uh there's some shit i want to talk about on that oh it looks like our intern might be she's chomping got, at the bits to go on to she, that one <laughs> you know maybe not this time but i i think she would be a really good guest if she was down She's like some other time. Once she becomes of age, she would be a guest on this podcast. Yes, because we do not condone underage drinking. Definitely not. I would never. I would never. And you would never. You definitely never. I would never let somebody underage drink on my podcast unless it was like, you know, unless unless the listeners wouldn't know that it was happening. Well, they wouldn't. Nick, they wouldn't have known that she was underage unless you stated it. No one would know. Well, what if I put her name in the title card and they looked her up? Who? Who's going to do that? I don't know. Maybe and her parents or something? Mitchell. Is it you, Mitchell? We hear you. Mitchell. He's getting so much love on this Stop podcast. Stop searching for our friends. Okay. Yeah, Mitchell, seriously. It's getting a little creepy. I know that you really want to get us all arrested, Mitchell, but it's not funny. Mitchell, I know that you think you want you want to find any way to be better than me, and if it's by getting me arrested, you can go <laughs> suck a crock. It's funny that you say that, though, because we were talking about the other day how... Um, you would probably accept a lot of things better if it was worded as a prank. And I think if Mitchell, as a prank, actually got you arrested, you'd be like, oh, you got me so good, bro. As long as I didn't get in any legal trouble, yes, I would love that. That'd be hilarious. We could hire a fake police officer. I mean, Mitchell, text I... me after this and we can talk about this prank. Mitchell, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kim. Stranger Things, the new trailer oh was released. God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did you think... I love it. I love Stranger Things. I started rewatching it like right before the announcement was made that they were like about to put out the third season, and I'm so stoked for it. I thought it looked awesome. It was. I think it's perfect. I think um, the Duffer Brothers are like the people who like. I don't know if they do all the writing and all the producing, but they're like the main people who like thought of it, and I think they're fucking like brilliant, phenomenal. I think it's really good. I can't wait. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. I guess I should add to that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's cool that I, mean, I, I know this is inevitable, but the kids are grown up now. Like, yeah. maybe that's why they waited a little bit to film yeah. this one because it's been over. I think it's been like a year and a half since. Yeah, because normally they do it every um, 
like Halloween time to have the season out, but they didn't do it this year, so now they waited a little bit. Right, so now it's coming out in June. It's kind of like what Game of Thrones did with uh, their last season. Um, but, um, yeah, so they're older. Um, it's <laughs> the, the trailer. have gone by. trailer is set to the song uh, Baba O'Reilly, which a lot of people call Teenage Wasteland by The Who. Okay, you know, I like teen, that song. Or teenage Wasteland, you know. Like, and then um, out here in the field. And then they're actually in the field when they do that. So cool. Um, you know, finally doing the, doing the song, I right? Love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're older. They're, I think they said we're not kids anymore. Yeah. Um, looks like the older kids are going to play more of a part in this. I mean, they've always played a part, but. Yeah, yeah. I heard it. I mean, like Steve, I, Steve's character, I think. Well, he was big yeah. in the last season, but like, I think. Mm-hmm. I liked that they showed I like him. I him a lot. I do too. I like I said, I've been rewatching it, and it's like you see him in the first season. And he's just supposed to be this like. Okay. If, did you have watched Beyond Stranger Things or no? Where they like talked about the Is episodes like, with the. It was like a host would talk about the episodes like with the talking the creators dead, with, and the. I mean, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what that is, but. Mm-mm. Oh my God, Kim! Sorry. I just remembered that I have to talk about something else, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. So like, I think the Talking Dead was the first. Like, oh, it's oh, like oh. the Walking Dead show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that like, is. Like, I think that started everything, and then all of a sudden there was like Talking Bad. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just like you, it's, now there's like an after Game of Thrones show, an after Stranger Things show. Yeah, where they like talk with like so, the I'm so, characters. I, I, I fucking hate that shit. Is it because it makes it less like exciting to you, like to like see the characters out of their characters? Or I just it just feels like that should be relegated or regulated to YouTube. Okay. And not it shouldn't be a separate show I'm paying for. Like maybe I'm not maybe I'm not paying for it, but you know, like I think they did that on purpose though, because since YouTube is like the new medium, kind mm-hmm. of high still, um, YouTube is like the new big media, and I think people are like starting to take to social media, even like current like stars, like whatever. So I think they're doing that on purpose because they realize that there's a they're huge doing it audience. because people watch it and people yeah. like it. Oh yeah, for sure. But I, get I don't what you're know. Saying. I don't know. I just don't. I don't need to watch a show and have a bunch of people talk about it afterwards you just like, want to enjoy it that should be what podcasts are for and go and search them out like i don't yeah. need to just have my tv on and have people you know i don't know i don't know i guess if it's working out guess it's working out people like it that's fine but no, fair enough uh and i'm not saying that i don't like it all the time like it's nice sometimes well, yeah you could just not watch but it you know i don't know i don't know do you watch it those like after talk show things not normally um i did after this episode of The Walking Dead this last week, I did watch The Talking Dead after just because of uh, certain things that I'll get into. Okay. Um, but uh, for the most part, like, I didn't watch the after Game of Thrones shows. And then you know, no one's more obsessed with Game of Thrones than I am. I mean, that's probably not true, but I'm very obsessed. Well, I saw somebody just even, like, on Facebook say, like, that they had leaked the newest episode online on accident mm. or whatever. And they were like, it. oh, you watched it? No, I won't let myself. Oh, okay. Good idea. Well, that's what this person was saying was like, don't do it because like now you're gonna have to wait like even longer. And they were like, yeah. oh, it's the craziest. Episode Only three weeks stuff. away. Damn. Do you watch? You don't watch? Oh yeah. You we don't. started. We started watching it, and yeah, I not for you. Don't watch. I, it. I think I would like it though. It's just like certain aspects I just can't. Do yeah, but, it. but certain, I think certain I would aspects like it. are constant. Big yeah. But if it wasn't for those things, I think like the general content, I think I would really like it. You're into you're into game like or not or not Game of Thrones, uh, Lord of the Rings. I was a big Lord of the Rings fan when I was younger. I love like fucking I love you Harry, like fantasy? Harry Potter is my favorite. I loved Game of 
uh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> Lord of the Rings when I was younger. I think I would think of it differently though, like watching it as an adult because I don't remember all of the like details mm. and stuff from being younger, and I probably wasn't absorbing everything. But I really liked it. So yeah, I love like the fantasy shows and like movies and franchises and shit. All right, well, let me just talk about The Walking Dead for one second. Go off, Queen. Um, Walking Dead, uh, it's been going on for far too long. Do you ever, have you ever watched it? Yeah, I actually watched um, the first like couple episodes, and then I think I was watching it. I when the whole like the guy with the baseball bat, like yeah, y- you know that guy. I watched Negan. like that season, like a couple episodes of it. So I'm like familiar with it, but you know, not like a super fan or anything like that at all well um you know i've just been kind of watching it like not liking it for a long time and then um once the season came back for like this half of the year like after i do care about spoilers no i'm fine with it so like they made a big deal about like rick grimes leaving the show oh yeah he's like the main guy right yeah he was the main guy from the beginning and then he left the show and when i say left the show i mean left the show i don't mean that he died because he did not die but he's not in the show anymore. Do they acknowledge it in the show? Kind of, yeah, yeah. They're making like, like in the, in the show he like, kind of got lost, and now they're making, like three standalone movies about him. Oh, but he's wow. not in the actual The Walking Dead show anymore. But I was like, oh, this is so stupid, and it was so stupid leading up to that. Like right after Negan uh, did his baseball bat thing, the mm-hmm. show got really shitty. That sucks. It's like, hard because when you really like a show, it's. I think it's difficult when people like make a show that's so hyped because it's mm. like you might have two amazing seasons or three amazing seasons and then the story starts to drift and then it's like at that point in my head when a show like goes on for season after season after season, it's more about making money than about yeah good content. It's like you should have ended it at season four and now we're at season seven and you're just doing it because the hype is you know so big. That makes me sad. I would right. rather just let the show die in a good way than watch it just drown right yeah um that's how i was feeling too and then they they came back after rick uh like went away and like there was a time jump so it was like five years later or whatnot and uh all of a sudden the show just took on a new life of its own because it's so different now because there's not it's not centered around rick anymore so it's like a restart almost Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know i really really like it now like it's one of my favorite shows again oh that's exciting Um, though and this last episode i was literally clenching my face like at the end of it because of what the fuck happened um which i don't want to spoil for anyone that hasn't seen it but uh let's just say people die in a uh and it's not like like people die in they they die in a gruesome way but it's not like shown but it's just the reaction that you get from it and the shocking amount of the like it's like a lot of main characters that like pretty much my favorite characters died so it fucked me up a little bit oh that's sad which is which is refreshing because that's what i love the walking dead for in in the get-go like they would surprise you like that that's like what game of thrones is good at is surprising you with deaths you know um and still telling a good story in the meantime and like rick going away it's like they don't have to manufacture different character arcs for this guy anymore because he's already done it all you know like how much more can this character grow or change or whatnot yeah. I'm just, you, you, you get kind of sick of it with the show this change long and grow and it's you know so this is the walking dead's formula if they want it because they kind of want to go on forever um and if they want to go on forever keep changing it up and uh i'll watch it forever 
if they keep changing it up and just you know yeah and I ev- think every an every couple of years like refresh the characters which is yeah. essentially what they're doing there's only like i think two characters left from the very first season now yeah well, the thing was when you watch a, a show that's been going. How long has uh, that show been on? What at least like seven, eight? Season not. Is it season eight? I believe. Okay, so about like eight ish years. Yeah. And even like okay, so oh, wow, that's so long. Yeah, I know. Think about that. Um, not to bring up the office again, but I'm gonna bring up the office again. <sighs> um, Gross. when like at one point like you know they had what eight seasons or whatever and Mm -hmm. john krasinski he's like by the final one i was like producing and whatever and he's like we said like we decided as a group we would rather leave on our own than be asked to leave so they kind of were like we're gonna let it die in a way that like we think the time is appropriate and we don't want it to just keep dragging on and on and on and it's like no longer kind of enjoyable but um i guess if you still have good content like how you said like they kind of like changed everything you're gonna have loyal listeners who are gonna like you who are gonna keep right but they yeah the office like i honestly liked the office when they got um when michael scott left really that's like a controversial opinion almost because people were really not immediately but no the The last last season i agree with you we've both i think we both said like the last season kind of helped it yeah transitioned into like going away they gave you us a good last season yeah you know, it's just Jim and Pam needed more of a change for the office. Because it's like you're re- excited about them, like getting together and whatever. And then once they're together and they're living a normal fucking right. Once they're married life and, and like happy, kid, then it's kind of like they, they, you're do put, they do put in that bullshit where like Cam's like into like the sound boom guy at the end. Well, like they make it seem like, oh, is she gonna have an affair or like whatever? Are they having problems? And I'm like, which I think they kind mm. of had to do to keep that relationship interesting. Because it's a little bit more realistic, but yeah, you I know, know. yeah, you no. Know, I mean, it's The Office tough. is super flawed. Hey man, watch um, it. New Girl's better than The Office. Have you seen all of New Girl? I didn't. I didn't finish it all, and there's a reason I didn't finish it all. Because you didn't like it. I didn't dislike it, but it didn't keep me grip. Like when I remember when I was first watching The Office, it was like. I couldn't wait for them. To, I remember like watching full seasons in a day because I like wanted to see what happened. But yeah, I mean, obviously, once they're together and things start happening, it's you know you're less excited because what's going to happen now? Now they're together and in love, and we've been waiting four seasons for this or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I definitely like The Office a lot more than New Girl until I rewatched New Girl, and rewatching New Girl made me realize how much like. I, like you know, I I always think of like the the main sitcom show. So there's like The Office, Friends, Friends Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. New Girl, and like Seinfeld. Like those are the big five that come to mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like New Girl is just so much better than all of those. Like, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Parks and Rec, but I I haven't I haven't not that's the one that I haven't watched all I the way. But I think I'm pretty sure it might be better than The Office. Um, I'd put The Office ahead of Friends. And I mean, Seinfeld's at the bottom of my list because, you know, I'm not racist, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's hard even going back and watching Friends. Like I didn't watch Friends until I was older, but there were some times when I was watching and I was like, oh, these jokes would not fly today. But like, it's still really funny. It's still Mm. a show I could go back and laugh at the content. And I think for that time period, especially really funny, really revolutionary. But yeah, I'm like, some of this shit would not fly. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend I didn't watch that show three times over yeah. <laughs> but uh you know i like comparing it to new girl like you know laugh track is kind of 
kind of stupid. Like, I don't, I shouldn't be told when to laugh. Yeah. You know, even if jokes, like, the laugh track makes jokes that aren't funny, funny. You know? It kind of, like, covers up. Like, even if you didn't laugh, it, like, eases the tension of it. Even if the joke was like, funny. Of, like, a bad joke. Thing. Yeah. Like but I you... think that's why it's such a classic stereotypical thing. Like, when people are making things that are making fun of sitcoms, they use the laugh track. because yeah, Right. Under the peel. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> God, under the peel, too. That's a, that's a whole other thing we can get into. That's dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, like, you, you can YouTube, like, Big Bang Theory without the laugh track, and it's just so not funny. <laughs> Friends... Is still a lot, a lot less funny, but it's it's okay. I, think, I still, I but really new girl friends. doesn't use a laugh track. The office doesn't use a laugh track, and it and, and the fact that the office doesn't it kind of preys on uh, awkwardness. That's yeah. where that's where the office the office is king. Mm-hmm. Like in like making like they let it's almost it, like you impractical just sit jokers in the horrible. Like they have a joke or something where it's like an offensive joke, and where but I like what the office did. I think the office set up comedy for a lot of other shows if nothing else even if you weren't a huge fan it allowed for that to happen because it would be like michael I mean, it, cre- it pretty much created parks and rec yeah like michael is making this joke where it's like you it's a stereotypical joke that back in the day would have been hilarious and the the joke now is that this is no longer funny and everyone else is uncomfortable because you just made this right. horrible offensive joke right yeah and that's where the comedy is but new girl New Girl is a great show. I didn't finish it for whatever reason, but it is a great show. Straight up the most realistic sitcom I've ever seen. Um, I mean, I've said this on, on the podcast plenty of times before. You would know if you listened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have listened to. But they capture like what it's like to be in your late 20s, maybe early 30s perfectly. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you're just a mess of, still. Like, I think that's yeah. not an accurate. And like, like, people... this, it's the only show where people actually fucking drink like people drink in real life. Yeah. It's you know, so true. They're, like... they're getting fucked up all the time. Yeah. They're doing stupid shit. And, it's the, and it, it is the best relationship driven show ever because not, not, not talking about like romantic relationships. But just but like friendships and stuff. Friendships, yeah. like all different kinds of relationships. Yeah. I'll agree with that. You know. I don't know, and then and then it's it's hilarious, like fucking Schmidt, one of the best characters so ever. Great. So great, <laughs> I took shrooms once, turned into Schmidt. It was weird. <laughs> you told me this before, <laughs> and I still, I understand it, but I'm also like, damn, wish I could have like seen that play out in Nick. in movie. <laughs> in movie. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then you know you got Zoe, honestly like. Classic. Uh, I took might the be test. my least favorite character. Well, I think, uh, yeah, Zoe might be my least favorite character on the show. Oh, fair. Usually, the main character is nobody's actual. It's like watching Harry Potter and saying Harry Potter is your favorite. It's like you mm. probably you don't like you appreciate the main character for what they do, and there's a reason. Yeah. But certain characters are meant they're the best because they're side leads. You know, right? All right, let's go through them. Uh, uh, friends, favorite character. I love Ross. A lot of people hate Ross. Oh, a CR intern very, even. I was I'm, like, whatever. I'm very surprised that that's your answer. He, I understand the argument of like why people don't like him, but his comedic, whatever. Like, it's like so easy for people he like does. Chandler. And I'm like, yeah, Chandler is, uh, he's hilarious. Obviously, that's his role in the show is to be like telling the best jokes. And then you have um, Joey and it's like, obviously, like he has his comedic role, but like. Joey's the heart of the yeah. The friend group. Is he your favorite? No. Who's your favorite? Monica. 
Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? How come? I don't know. I just like her style. She seems like nitpicky, but like also super fun. Interesting. You know anyone like Monica in your real life? No. You don't think so? Someone super clean and... Just someone very like type A. I feel like I know some Monica's. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't, maybe I do. I don't. I don't really think about think about that that yeah. much. Um, but um, all right. So we got Monica and Ross, <laughs> the brothers the brother, and sisters. Kim, AKA me and you because of all of our up, short films. Our short films. We were always like. Well, no, we've been dating before in our films. Yeah, but, you know. We get, which is a weird We line. get into some freaky shit before we've done. <laughs> brother-sister love goes a little too far We've, we've been brother and sister, we've been dating, and we played Spin the Bottle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched, oh my God, the scary movie when you get pulled down. The, me and uh, Kevin were just talking about this, how funny it was to watch you get pulled down the stairs. And like, <laughs> and like the way you're reacting, I literally had to like hide my entire, like I had to jump out of frame to like not be part of this. I was dying <laughs> laughing so hard. It was hysterical. Um, all right. So uh the office, favorite character. Ooh. Favorite underrated character character, Meredith. Okay. I didn't say underrated character. I said okay. favorite character. Well besides I mean obviously it's like you fucking you love Dwight and you love like Michael, like whatever. But like Besides, like, obvious ones, like, I love Meredith. I think, and obviously, I think Kevin became, like, a favorite, and that's why they, like, started, like, bringing him in more towards the later seasons, because they Mm. they realized he was a very, like, really funny character they could do more things with. But, so, yeah, like, Kevin would be up there, and I think Meredith, too. Like, she's perfect the amount that they use her, but no matter how messy she is, I think she's a feminist icon. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. She's messy, and she's maybe a bad mom, but she's a feminist icon. I will stand by that till the day I die. All right. Well, uh, we could dive into that in a second, but uh, my favorite is Erin. Love her. You were talking about Erin the other day. And I really, really like that she doesn't end with Andy. I like that too. Actually. Like she ends with whatever that other guy's I like that they was. made Andy like a dick for like, I mean, obviously he starts off as an asshole and then he becomes really lovable and then they kind of like fuck him up. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked that. I like that they didn't keep him like the lovable. He ended new. alone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I liked that like, he, he actually dreams. had consequences for being an asshole unlike yeah. Jim. Yeah, unlike anybody else, basically. I mean, All everyone right. else ends up. Ooh, Holly also liked her a lot. Oh really? Okay. Like Michael, that was Michael Scott's uh, wife, eventual wife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Andy had some good character. I like when um, shows like do character like development. Like obviously they take like this character who's just an asshole, they turn him into great, but then they like give him problems after that. Like now he's not just the hero. Now like he has actual problems still, and he still fucks up and like does stupid. Yeah, shit. dude. That's why New Girl overpowers The Office because like the two ma- who are the two main characters of The Office? I mean, maybe Michael Scott, but. Um, uh, Jim and Pam, right? Mm-hmm. They pretty much stay the same the entire time. Mm-hmm. They don't really change. Yeah. Uh, but New Girl, every one of those characters changed. I know you haven't seen it all the way through. But yeah, I haven't seen much changed. change from like Jess. Like the last thing I saw was, I mean, there was a couple seasons off that I didn't finish, but I know that like yeah. her and uh, Jess probably changes the least, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nick changes a lot. Schmidt changes a lot. Winston definitely changes a lot. And uh, Cece. That CZ changes probably the most, but you know I don't know I just love and you know that Cheryl gave us the only show out of all of them that gave us the classic game of True American. True American, a game that I have played before. You've seen that episode, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Where uh, 
It's like life size can life size Candyland, but the floor is lava. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their game. I that seemed when I watched the episode, I was actually thinking about like the love circle, and I was like, that's yeah. such a thing that they would do. We did that once in Benny's. Do you remember? I was actually telling no. some of the new kids. We okay. did that in Benny's. Yes. Okay. So uh, was I there? You were still working there. Maybe you weren't there that day, but I'm pretty sure you were. And we played this game where. It must have been like Sunday or like a slow day, but it was like, you know how there's like four or five mats in the kitchen and basically like every mat is like a section of things that you do like in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was like you couldn't cross over the mats I was there, yeah. unless you offered something and it could have been anything. It could have been a pepperoni or it could have been a compliment or whatever, but it was so funny because it was like <laughs> if I was on the opposite side at dinners, I had to cross three mats to get to the takeout section where I would like put my order over there and it was hilarious yeah well that was not true american that was like uh well not the same but like, it was still fun like was just like fun games that like cultural battles you know I like guess, we, yeah. we had a country battle where like yeah. you couldn't pass into our land i remember that we couldn't pass into our land unless you offered a trade it was so funny <laughs> it was so, oh my god benny's has the craziest and best stories uh, if i'd give anything to go back oh my, me too i wish i could go back but be allowed to do the things that i couldn't because i was so like young and my parents were so strict i couldn't be nice like, to go back in these in in the like into our old bodies but with these minds yes oh my god that'd be so god, awesome we could just take control of that place so fucking <laughs> Nick's easily initiate like answer <laughs> is like the control <sighs> the, power the power that i could hold oh my gosh it's so good Imagine, Kim, if we were as like good of friends as we are now, when, when you first are. start talking, or let's say we go back, we take our minds back to the first day we worked together. Oh my God. And uh, we I just immediately, we immediately take control. Well, I, you would, because you would already know how to do everything because you yeah, have your future mind. You'd yeah. be like, watch this. And like, no one <laughs> trains prank. you. The pranks <laughs> were the best. Like, and even the pranks that like I hear of that I was like, too young to even like know what was going on and i was like wasn't participating in because i was like little and like didn't want to be involved it's so funny <laughs> except the minnows thing that makes me feel really bad i feel like it should make you feel bad too yeah i don't want to get into that um, <laughs> yeah, no, <we> <laughs> <should>. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next um uh so kim i saw the movie us mm-hmm. tell me about it because i've heard mixed things um i feel mixed things about it okay fun movie good movie a lot of flaws if you think about it realistically okay um you haven't seen it right Mm-mm. um th- so the concept is there's this family living out in somewhere in california and they go on a vacation and then all of a sudden like another family that looks exactly like them shows up wanting blood oh my gosh um yeah uh i it's hard for me not to give anything away but yeah. um let me just say Lapita Nyong'o. That's her name. Oh, right? uh, I don't know if that's. Remember pronouncing correct. that right? I know who you're talking about. I'm not. So Lapita. Sure. I don't remember how to pronounce her last name. I think it's Nyong'o. But she's amazing, but amazing. She actress. is. She plays two different roles in this movie, and she does them great. I I I think I fell in love with her. Oh, sorry, she's amazing. everybody. She's amazing. Um, sorry, uh, everybody. <laughs> Meaning like, <laughs> sorry, all the girls watching this who was hoping to get with a podcaster, but. Yeah, no, I meant sorry, all t- the men that were hoping to get with her. She's mine. Oh, or the men <laughs> hoping to get with you. Also, uh, wait till next Halloween where you see like probably forty-five people dressed up as those killer those characters. characters. Yeah, for sure. Like the especially purge. anyone that has a twin, that's just gonna be their costume. Twins do not take enough advantage 
of their twinliness. I've known a couple twins, and you know, like they always get asked like the stereotypical qu- twin questions, which I have asked several times because I'm so curious. But like, if I had a twin, I would be using it for evil. Like, yeah, can we talk yeah, about it, this. I, like, I I want to clarify that she said using it, using the twin ship, the twin connection for evil. No, I think you meant using your twin, and you called them. That is not it. what I meant. I meant like if using I had a twin, I would be ship. using it for Nick, evil. You is what you your, said. You're, you use your brotherly ship for evil, don't you think a little bit? That and power I mean, of the I think Lagala? I would, and it would be a mutual thing. But no one ever goes along. With <laughs> it's me. always consensual. My evil. If me, <laughs> Dylan, and Mitchell, and you, can I be half your guys' like four? Can I be the four and a half, a part of the Legolas? No, I mean you can try to get one of my parents to adopt you. Well, yeah. I can, well, no, I can no, no, marry no. one of you. There's oh. not a lot of you. There's, well, then, it's only you. I can only yeah, you. Yeah, if you want to marry me and get my last name, sure. I would love to sure, be Sure, Skim. But you, I, my only, my only uh, thing that if we do get married, you do have to legally change your first name also to Skim. <sighs> well, there are, I mean, there are things I would want to. We could work them out Skimberly, contractually. Skimberly <laughs> utters Wagella. <laughs> Uh, nice fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, happy entertainment segment, right? Hell yeah. Fear number three. Pow. The president grabbed me. Oh, did you forget about that drop? <laughs> it's now, now that I like know the secrets behind it, it's funnier. The uh, The intern here did not hear that, I don't think. And I don't think she's ever listened to one of these podcasts. No, probably not. Do you want to uh, vocalize the drop for her? Oh, let me do a good imitation. I'll do it. <laughs> beer number one. Or, oh, sorry, sorry. Beer number three. Politics. <laughs> the president grabbed me. So, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. Yes, uh... The president has a tendency for grabbing people. God, man. But if we're going to talk about politics real quick. Okay. The Mueller report has been released. And Donald Trump is exonerated from colluding with Russia. Not from obstruction. And I want to make that clear. He is not exonerated from obstruction. But from colluding with Russia, based on the evidence they found, they cannot... They do not have enough evidence to prosecute him, is what that means on the base, on the basis of what that means. But I don't, I mean, in, in the, I, I don't see, really see how he didn't collude with Russia. Um, but, you know, we have the full report has not been, been released, so I, I don't care. Like, I, I, you know, him colluding with Russia is the least of my concerns. With uh, in regards to our country, yeah, um, you know, well, no, I wouldn't say that because Russia influencing our elect- elections is traumatic, and that already has been proven that they did meddle in our election. But the fact that you know that uh, Trump and his campaign uh, didn't collude with them is not that important to me. You know, didn't. It was I don't, I'm struggling to say what I'm trying to say, but uh. yeah, I mean, our pre- uh, it's one of those things. Like I'm, 
when I talk about politics, I feel pretty passionately and I feel pretty well educated in certain areas and in some areas not as much. And I'm the first person to say, like, if I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to argue a point just because my party that I identify with, like, says a certain thing. I'm not just going to agree with it if I haven't done my own research. And honestly, I don't know much about this aspect. So I, like, I, I, know, I don't feel like I can really say too much, but I think there are plenty of, I mean, I think if you know me, you already know my stance on our president and our uh, popular vote losing minority president. <laughs> it's just, I mean, so I feel like I try to block it out a lot of times that this is actually what has happened and this is where it is. But it, I mean, it's real. And for a lot of people, people in situations different than mine, it's much scarier and it's a privilege for me to be able to block it out and pretend like it's not real because there are people I know who are scared. We have a friend who was born in another country and was raised here and their parents have even said like they're scared for them to leave the country because they're scared that they won't come back in and that's a real fear for people and people even worse like people who were like had immigrated to this country you know, it's it's heavy. It's a lot. It's a good time to be a white person. <laughs> it's always been a good time <laughs> to be a white person. Uh, yes, that's true. This is like the last leg of white people taking control. Hope- hopefully. I, Who knows? I mean, yeah. You know, I, I have a strong concern that Trump is going to win a re-election bid. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean... I, I don't know how you how you are feeling about the Democratic primaries right now. Do you have a favorite? I actually, it's like I'm ashamed to say it because I was very, very, like, involved in, like, before this election happened. And I feel like now I've been really slacking on my, like, information. So, right. honestly, I don't you know. Were, were you a Bernie supporter? I was, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think is going to get Bernie a lot of support this time around because people haven't been paying attention to the Democratic side of things. And they're going to just go back to familiar names and whatnot. Now that Hillary's not involved in the race, it's going to be Bernie. Maybe it'll be Beto O'Rourke. Maybe, I mean, honestly, the most likely, I think, is Joe Biden, um, which sucks because he's the least progressive of all the candidates, but he's the most well-known name because he was Barack Obama's vice president. Yeah. I, as, as I've said in this podcast before, I'm throwing my weight behind Elizabeth Warren, and I hope you guys all look up her. And oh, I'm down for Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, she's got. She's the only one putting out actual policies. She's the only one that wants to get rid of the filibuster, which means that if you don't, if you don't have a supermajority in the Senate, you can still pass laws if you get rid of the filibuster. Yeah. She wants to uh, make the uh, election based on popular vote and not based on superdelegates from. Uh, the states that win based on the popular vote, you know. So, like, we don't... Because right now, we have a minority party ruling the entire country. They have... Well, until, until 2018, last year, when we won the House back, they had the House, they had the Senate, and they stocked the Supreme Court with um, Republican justices, which, you know, is that's the worst of all of this because, you know, they blocked Mayor Gower or Mary Garland from uh, being appointed to the Supreme Court by Obama because they said there was an election coming out and they controlled the fucking Senate. So it would, they wouldn't even, Mitch McConnell, worst person in the world, wouldn't even let us vote on nominating 
someone that Obama, which is the president's right to appoint to the Supreme Court. And instead we got fucking Brett Kavanaugh and um uh I know you can't hear my eye roll name? through the through the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Kim's but eyes rolled back into her head. In disgust. <laughs> like like God, they did a three sixty in the in that head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy that, see, I'm a big I definitely will say that like I have like liberal beliefs and whatever, but I'm also a big advocate for like I think the government in general i have some very strong views about that just well let's hear them i ooh, i think i know there are a lot of people like i i'm not just gonna sit and say like oh i'm an anarchist or whatever but i would say that i think anybody in power a lot of times even if it was it's difficult because there are people who will be running for a party and you know they might be saying things policies that they don't even personally believe in but Mm. they'll advocate for them if they think that there's a big chance that that will get them elected so i think that alone is a huge problem because you have people who aren't even believing in the policies that they're preaching it's just they're preaching to an audience to get them elected well here let me let me throw this at you kim um say you know you know, people just say everyone is truthful to what they believe mm-hmm. and they're saying that then whoever is truthful it will get elected mm-hmm. with based on the majority rule. So like I don't understand I don't really understand the argument like people are just uh changing based on the popular policy mm-hmm. when that's the only way to get them elected. You know, like it's like okay, so we could have we could have somebody like Donald Trump just spouting this bullshit that he is actually spouting and you know even though he's was determined very unelectable at the time he still got elected Mm -hmm. and you know it's like either way people are going to say whatever to get elected but Mm -hmm. whatever the people want is going to get elected because whoever say someone's going to say it because there's someone out there that believes what the majority of people believe so you have to pander to your audience a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's definitely difficult and i don't know it's a sketchy i i already i'm like very i don't know man like i i think i have thoughts on the government like i i just think no matter what the government even if it was like government claiming policies that i believed in i still have a strong feeling against government in general i think and like because of like personal reasons it's a very long story but like i've seen situations like affect like my family personally where like the government is going to cover its own ass and if they have to take innocent people down i think that they are 100 percent going to do it i think i was like we've been we've talked about this before like i'm a big you i don't believe a little in, libertarian may uh you know i i mm-mm. i don't know i there are issues with everything I, I'm, not, I'm not the type of person who just because somebody from my party says one thing that i'm just like and then i'm like oh the majority of liberals think this so i'm gonna agree with it if i don't have my time to like do the research on that situation i'm not gonna claim that thing but yeah i mean in general i i do like my views like traditionally are like liberal views and i'm a feminist and i'll like claim that but i also i think the government will is it's difficult to give someone anyone that much power even if someone comes in with good intentions, I think it's difficult to give people that much power and 
expect them to not abuse it. So I think I like uh, one of the big things with that is like, uh, I mean, so what's what's the job of somebody that goes to the Senate or whatnot? Their job is to get reelected. Mm-hmm. So they're going to pander towards what they think was going to get them reelected. You know, like I think one of the things that we could do would be to have like a single term limit thing going on. Yeah. And then you could actually pass what you want to pass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. But then that, that comes into the question, like, are you going to, like, campaign on these things you don't actually believe on? Like, kind of like what Donald Trump did, saying he's going to build the wall. Oh, Mexico's yeah. going to pay for it, saying he's going to drain the swamp when he clearly didn't. He just invested yeah. the swamp. Um, you know, like, so that that, that also has problems. And it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's really, people, it's really hard to get through this. I don't really know how. People, even people who I've liked, like, past, like, politicians who have agreed with what they said, I think even <clears throat> those people, like, anyone's going to say whatever they think they have to say to get elected. I think a lot of it is just about the election. And it's like, how often does somebody make a big claim and then actually follow through with it? Right, like, you know... Yeah, no, that's it's, it's tough to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think you and there's vote other for components too, trust. not even just in their own thing. I mean, it's even the build the wall thing. Even if he really believes in that, and even if a lot of people support that, to have that actually happen, I mean, the manpower it would take to really make that happen is extreme. So, I don't know. It, it's no build the wall thing was just a ploy to get elected. Um, I think for Donald Trump, which you know, I mean, it worked for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why and I think that says that, a lot th- about our country. I mean, the fact that people were so because, uh, you know, some people like my parents, for instance, like they don't claim one party. They every election they vote for who they like for whatever. I've seen like mm-hmm. growing up, my parents vote Democratic. I've seen them vote Republican, like whatever. And some and I think a fair amount of people are like that, who they're just like, well, they have or, or it's like two people will fixate on like one view. Like I've heard people say like. Oh, I, I have a lot of like liberal views, but I'm really against um, like abortion. So I'm going to vote for, even if I really disagree with like, but that like uh, pro-life really like resonates with me. So no matter yeah. if I dislike a lot of things someone else is saying, I'm going to vote for them because that one thing really stands out to me. And I think right. a lot of people do that without realizing the repercussions of that. Yeah. I mean, like that's like kind of how I am with Elizabeth Warren right now. Like she's the only candidate that's, I think is actually going to be able to get a lot of things done based on what her platform is right now, mm-hmm. you know, and she is like pretty much a, a mirrored campaign or a mirror platform to uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, and like everyone's listening to this knows that was how hardcore I was into mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders. Does, has he said anything about her? Do you know, like that he like endorses her, he likes her, like anything like that? I mean, I'm sure that he does because they have like, the, the the difference is, is Bernie Sanders has not committed to getting rid of the filibuster. Um, Bernie Sanders calls himself a socialist, mm-hmm. which I personally don't think, or or I do think that the Republicans are going to be able to argue yeah. hardcore against oh, people, that's like, the population. Uh, even like my it's parents. It's like a dark word. Yeah. Like, well, same thing, like plenty of things like feminist. People hate that word because of the connotations in it, and they don't really look into... What, and I can't say the same thing for socialists, but, like, people don't look into what that means now mm. or, like, what that actually meant even, like, then. And some people kind of take it as a joke, but 
it's difficult. Like certain words when you say like people automatically they don't care what you have to say after that you just hear that like and even me like I can call myself out on that if I were to be like really like what a candidate had to say and then they were to say one thing that I kind of like was really against it would probably turn me off to that candidate and I think that's how a lot of people feel it's like you hear one thing that you don't agree with and even if they have a lot of other things that you think are good you're gonna pick the thing that is most connected to you right. and you're going to go off of that and yeah so like i don't think problems. socialism is going to win the ticket or like not i mean they could it could win the ticket for the democratic primary but i don't think it's going to win against donald trump because people they'll the a lot of people will come like they can argue that so well like the the republicans they can be like we're, we're not a socialist nation because everyone's stupid everyone's going to relate it to venezuela and how Venezuela has failed immensely under socialism, even though the version of socialism that Bernie is preaching is not the same kind. It's more of a democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are stupid and people argue that way. That's another re- one of the other reasons why I want uh, Elizabeth Warren, because she calls herself a capitalist. And um, even though she has a lot of socialist policies, but, you know, it's just like the whole branding of the thing. That's uh, gonna make I yeah. think make her a very viable candidate. Not a lot of people are gonna do the research too on like things like again you're gonna hear a word and you're like when people like voters most of the time are gonna go off of a whim or they're gonna go off of like the last second like chance thing like last whatever and sometimes it doesn't ring true like with like the Trump election thing it came out about like those tapes being released and obviously like he's our president so like not always but it, it's. I think it's difficult for people to pick and choose in that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more, it's really important, I think, to, no matter who comes out of the Democratic primary, to vote for them over the evil that is Donald Trump. But uh, I just do that. Like, you're just even speaking on that. That's like, that's crazy. Like this person won this and hugely like you have to know, like, of course, his policies appealed to a certain audience but you have to know like the fact that he's a well-known name that means and the way that he acted which a lot Mm. of us are like oh my god he acted so irresponsible he acted so like unprofessional like whatever during that thing but that whole like seems like we're in a fucking reality tv show yeah, like no, people that's, that's tuned how he's into that the presidency, and that's how he got so popular. And people like hear that name, and I don't know, like people really respond to those kind I mean, of things. If Trump's last name was like Dweeb, like he wouldn't have got elected. But Trump is a powerful last name, mm-hmm. and it's like you got a rich guy who's coming in, and it's same thing. Like I know that people like the whole like comparing him to Hitler thing is kind of overdone and whatever. Mm-hmm. But just to like draw this one comparison, not everything else, just to be like. You have a person coming in who, a successful person who is promising a country who a lot of people feel, I mean, not even the people who voted for him, obviously, are not the real impoverished people, but the people like those people who voted for him feel impoverished in themselves. And you have someone telling you, like, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to, like, pander to you. Of course, that's appealing. Yeah. And it's going to get more racist and scary this next time around because he's gonna have to win win back like the 
in between. Well, maybe, no, maybe it won't. I don't know. Because, like, he's... It's, yeah. I don't, it's hard. We have this, like, whole, like, third wave... We don't Like, know. feminism thing going, and it's difficult because, like, there how many things, like, were happening when, like women were getting the vote how many things were happening like when people were like trying to get like slavery abolished you know there were obviously like combating sides and so sometimes you need something so the opposite to like wake people up and push mm-hmm. it the other way and then sometimes it goes the other way like how it did with this election where it people the the other side <laughs> won and it's 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 really yeah, it's was really so, scary it was so terrifying because i no one expected trump to no, win no not, not even trump there was reports of melania openly weeping at uh wherever they held their thing when they were watching the election results and trump being scared and then slowly slowly talking himself into it yeah and uh I mean, you know I, I don't know anything i, don't know. I didn't see we have a fucking that, clown but... running the world Dude, it's it's crazy. Like uh, the whole thing is still. I didn't think for a second, not for a second. I was like, I mean, I get it. like, yeah, now it's down to the final two, but like, not for a second did I think that that was gonna yeah, happen. My dad kept telling me, "Oh, Hillary's selected, not elected." Not that he voted for Trump, but he didn't vote for Hillary. And um, that comes down to it. That's a whole other thing. Like people saying, like, third party th- votes for elections are fucking stupid, and I will argue that. For for, for the rest of my life until we change our system. Oh, and that's a whole thing too is a lot of people argue about like everything else, but it's like there are so many other things that need to be changed. It's not just, and of course I, I hate Trump. I think he's horrible, but there are so many other like stepping stones that need to be put in place before people even mm-hmm. get to that point of voting for something like that. Like the system is so broken. We're so fucked. And like I, you were saying earlier something about like how like was it you were saying or maybe it was a conversation I was having earlier I had a conversation with a friend earlier who like was an ex like military person they were talking about like our mm-hmm. country and the reason that they wanted to fight for the country and whatever but you have to accept that like even if you love I, I don't have any hate like it's easy for people like me on like the left to be like I fucking hate our country we suck because I there are so many atrocious horrible things going on but even if you're on the other side you have to accept that like things are broken here things are not good like yeah we are not the best country and that's just i think we're I think moved, moved to 19th happiest country in the world um who is the first do you know i think it's um norway i don't want to move to norway people it's, say they're like cold, if you don't there, like it but i guess whatever. people that was like a big argument is people were like if you don't like it then you can go to another country i'm like oh wow maybe I'll- please like <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> financially stable enough, I'm going to understand. Like, send me to uh, can, can I say something about Elizabeth Warren real quick? Yeah. Um, uh, one of her policies that I really like is uh, any company that makes over $25 billion in revenue is going to be determined like a social utility, so it'll be regulated a lot more. So that would be like apply to like Facebook, Amazon, uh, you know, all like – you know, anything you can think of that, like, kind of already is a social utility. Mm-hmm. And it'll be regulated more by the government, which, you know, people are afraid of government oversight. But, you know, <laughs> breaking up these big things yeah. is kind of important. Like, you know, like like something I've been, I've, I've been tweeting about recently and thinking about a lot is uh, people bitching about, like, fake news. And, like, even, even our president saying, like, the fake news media, the liberal media is fucking up our country. You know what? 
You know what you could do, Mr. Donald Trump? You could just make some laws and regulate that shit, and it would apply to both sides. And you know, yeah. the only reason he wouldn't is because his side, as in Fox News, is so much also swaying so everything, and he, he has to be a fucking celebrity on that shit whenever mm-hmm. they call him. You know, and he will always answer and be on fucking sexist, racist ass Tucker Carlson show and whatnot and anything else he's on. So it won't happen under him. But, you know, news should be news, not mm-hmm. opinions. And, and that's what's difficult because even the news, like, based on my your... beliefs, you know, like, I think I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't heard people. It's like certain people give people a bad name and you can say that for everything and I'm not like, um, what's the word? Like, I'm not allowing the other like side, the opposite of like what I believe to like get off kind of by saying this, like get off scot free. But yeah, there are plenty of times where I've seen people claiming the beliefs, claiming the side that I believe in saying things that I'm like, holy shit you should not be the person speaking about this because you clearly like you are saying some crazy wild things right now and that's where it's difficult it's like people are gonna listen to the loudest and again that like kind of goes back to like trump it's like people are gonna listen to the loud even if it's the minority they're gonna listen to the loudest person in the room and a lot of times the loudest person in the room is the least educated about the topic yeah they're just the most confident yeah and that goes for both sides. Like, I, I, to even play devil's advocate, like, it's like whenever I fucking play like a game like Pictionary or Picto Party on my Wii, <laughs> you know, I, I, I always think, like, oh, if I scream louder, I'm going to get picked on more, you know, <laughs> like, like they're gonna, like, oh, yeah, I heard him, I heard him. You know why? It's not because I said it first, it's because I said it the loudest. Yeah, it's diff. Oh, man. The, I mean, politics, man, like, they're fucked. Our country's fucked. And, like, the conversation I was having earlier today with, like, my, like, ex-military friend, he was saying, like, we don't fight for, he was like, you'll find a lot of people who are not necessarily, like, all Republican, like, whatever you might think they are. He's like, we fight for the Constitution. But even then, I was like, you should know that the Constitution was written so long ago that we don't believe in those, a lot of those things anymore. The Constitution was written by, solely by white men, white, straight men, and those were the people it was meant to serve and those are not the people who the constitution gave power to the congress to be oversight about the president you know to make sure that he's not doing anything wrong but that gets mucked up when you have the same party that has the presidency ruling the congress of course i mean a huge most of our congress is like Republican, so of course it's gonna sway that way. Even if when we had like Obama as president, whether you liked Obama or not, like just on his standpoint of being a Democratic Party, that shit's gonna get blocked easily, easily. What Democrats need to do if they win the election? Create uh, a new state in Washington D.C. because they want to be a state. Ask Puerto Rico if they want to be a state. They because they, they might not want to be. We don't want to force them to be one if they don't want to be. And then if that happens, we get four new senators and we could take a supermajority because Washington, D.C. is notably Democratic. Puerto Rico, assumably, would be Democratic. And then we can start doing shit. And maybe maybe, maybe even, you know, because we could, based on the Constitution, add seats to the Supreme Court and take that shit back over. Like, that's this is why I want Elizabeth Warren, because... We can do this stuff if we take away the supermajority in the Senate 
and if we just be as ruthless as the Republicans have been. And, you know, and especially if we take over the the election process for a president being based on the popular vote, then uh, we will we will not we will we will rule this country for a long time. And maybe shit won't go well. Who knows? I mean, I'm not I can't guarantee that uh, uh, slightly socialist part or uh, policies will make us prosper. But. I can tell you that if we can stop climate change, if we can uh, prevent war a little more, and you know, most importantly, make fucking rich ass corporations pay fucking taxes—that's the biggest. We thing can for do me, so honestly. many things. Because I'm—I mean, I'm going into. It's funny because I like say like I'm very disagreement of government, but by the time I graduate and get my degree, I am going to be a government worker. I'm going to be a social worker. Mm. So. That even in itself is is very contradictory, but it's difficult because you see all these underprivileged populations and you see where our money really goes to is just to like overwhelmingly. I mean, I don't have the exact statistics. I could, you know, go to my school Mm. and get them, but overwhelmingly by like billions and billions and billions of dollars, it's like all to war. And it's like if we took time to listen to other parties of our country, because we the, the truth of the matter is we don't give a fuck about the underprivileged politicians. We don't care about the poverty people. We don't care about people of color. We don't care about women. No, and we only shows, care about getting reelected. Yeah, we, we care about making money. And the biggest way that we make money is like war and like being the fucking big muscled whatever. Like America, strap your fucking bootstraps up and work and that'll whatever. And if you're working, even the people like I know most of my friends or at least, well, a lot of my friends are working middle class white people, and even just from their perspective, they work their asses off, and we don't make shit. So you can't even imagine the place that other people are in, and it's it's a lot of stereotypes about these underprivileged populations. Like, well, if they like the poor people, like, well, why are they spending their money on this or that? Why aren't they doing like? Why aren't they just working like whatever? It's like if you came up in that environment, it's like these people are like a billion steps behind in place of chance and it's just people don't give a shit people really really don't care you know why the war budget's so big i mean at least my theory is because like if you're a president and you're gonna try to take away from the war budget and you because the war budget is like probably the most expensive thing we we pay for by billions and billions like if you take away let's say you take away like 15 percent of it how many jobs you're gonna lose because of that, and how many people are gonna vote against you? Oh yeah, no, because, because that's that? our country's like. That's why. Thing. That's why it keeps going up and up because like you have to you have to support the military in order to get elected, mm-hmm. and that's why you need you need um, campaign finance reform, which is one of the things Bernie Sanders is like really good on, and I believe in that. Um, but uh, you need to just make it government fund or public fund funded elections you know like where our taxes go into the campaigns for the elections Mm -hmm. you know because how else are you going to get a fair shake with everything you know like you can't get people that are going to actually believe what they believe in you're going to get people that will believe what they think will get elected Mm -hmm. you know that's it's 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 imperative to all of them to be divisive 
you know, so like one side will be the other, and then 50 50, you know, it's a toss up. Yeah. Kim, thank yeah. you for being on the Split Six podcast. The podcast where we split it six back and talk about three different topics over the course of one beer. Where can we find you on the social medias? And is there anything you want to promote? I just want to say, I think this world is ugly, this world is horrible, and there's a lot of disgusting shit, and I don't want to get away from that because we should acknowledge it but every once in a while just for your own mental health man just like look at the good shit hold the people close to you you got a twitter handle uh it's just my name but like don't follow me on there because i'm just a machine gun kelly fan page you know but whatever man just (laughs) fucking do your research before you vote that's my biggest message i couldn't second that more so nothing you want to promote uh i want to promote kindness and freedom of speech and um just be good to people man all right well i'm gonna be more selfish um uh follow me at nick wagella on twitter and on instagram follow split us on face- facebook at split six media search for us subscribe rate and review at split six media wherever you can get your podcast uh my name is nick wagella i have been your host Remember, it is more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. We'll see you next week, idiots. Love you, bitches.